0: Hey guys what's going on welcome to the show this is sports with strawberry ice i'm your host jeff trenopole and as always i bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of cincinnati ohio home of my uc bearcats now if you found the show do me a favor hit that like and subscribe button smash that thumbs up i'm up to 794 subscribers that is awesome let's keep it rolling Try to get to a thousand as fast as we can. So, if you're watching on Bearcat Country or Bengals Nation, do me a favor. Go to the YouTube channel Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscribe button, make the word change colors, hit the bell for the notification. And every time I go live, you guys will be notified. Now, today is a very special day. One of my favorite Bearcats of all times, one of the greatest dunkers in college basketball history. We have the helicopter. Melvin Leavitt.
1: Knocked away, and a break for Cincinnati. Melvin Leavitt. There's that 41-and-a-half-inch vertical lead. Baker pushing it up court. Right now it's
0: hook. Back to Baker. DeWine. That is one of the greatest dunks I've ever seen in my entire life. I wish I could do that, but I've never had the athletic ability to do that. What's going on, Melvin? How you doing today?
1: Not much, man. Uh, just hanging out, um, doing the remote learning. You know, with the, just finished school not too long ago, so
0: right, right, right. Getting
1: ready to enjoy the evening a little bit. You know, that's awesome,
0: Well, I'm glad well. you uh, decided to come on the show. But uh, first thing I have to ask you is the Great Alaskan Shootout in 1998 mm-hmm. the kenny martin quarterback pass to you to dunk it to beat our the everybody's team to hate the Dukies, the number one team in the country at the time you dunked it on them we won the game that was awesome how did that all come about did, is that something a play you guys ran a lot or
1: yeah know, I, something that you know um we would try over and over and over again in practice and just looking at the backdrop you know, of the podcast here with the stadium there, right. I could see, you know, where Fletcher would throw the ball up into the rafters in certain areas because the ball would never go where it was supposed to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ken would throw it past me. Fletch would throw it again in the stands. And <laughs> it was one of those deals that, you know, we would practice, practice, practice. It never worked. But um, it was just something about when it was called during that moment, you know, in that game, uh, no one seemed to... Bat and I, you know, hugs, didn't hesitate, you know, with the call. And we went out and, you know, we executed, you know, to perfection, which, you know, at that point, it just kind of let me know it was it was destined.
0: Yeah, that was that was awesome. And the thing is, that was I
1: don't even know if they even do the Great Alaskan
0: Shootout anymore.
1: Dude, I, I, don't, I don't know. Do they? You know, I'm you not call? sure. I thought it was called something else. But, you know, you're right. I'm not sure if they um, they actually uh, do that tournament anymore. Yeah, because I know that was uh that was really
0: late at night too. I mean it would happen like I don't know one o'clock midnight Cincinnati time, I think if I remember right.
1: Yeah, it was I pretty never- late. It was pretty late uh here. I remember um just trying to contact a few people in Cincinnati about it, and they were like, What? What
0: happened? <laughs> right, I'm exactly.
1: Like, you, what you do you mean? What you didn't you didn't actually <laughs> stay up? You didn't see us okay, well, just watch I mean, ESPN I mean, the next I morning. Mean- So when ESPN hit the next morning, though, that's when, you know, the dorm phone started to ring off the hook and, you know, people, you know, actually, you know, found out exactly, you know, what happened. But I get, you know, a lot of social media messages nowadays from people saying that, you know, they stayed up, you know, two o'clock in the morning. They woke their kids up. They were trying not to wake their wife up. Uh, I got one story about, Uh. The guys leaving the wedding party, really, to go into the bar and watch the game, uh, <laughs> and I, that was probably one of the wildest things I've heard. Of you know, the guys leaving the wedding party to go watch the game, and then yeah. they went back and finished the okay. wedding. Uh, that, that was great. That was. Oh, they're
0: probably fired even more fired up after that. Like, oh my god, did you see what happened?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, it was a great reception. I know it was.
0: Yeah that that was awesome because I mean
1: nobody likes Duke. <laughs> So, yeah. anytime
0: we could beat them, and they're the number one team in the country, that was awesome.
1: Now the yeah, other dunk to see what's actually happening to them right now, yeah, uh, which is happening to a few of uh, a lot of Cincinnati basketball fans, you know, "quote unquote" nemesis or whatever, you know, right. Kentucky. You know, they're losing. Duke's losing, but we're losing too. We're, yeah, we're losing so, too. We're, we don't we're have much. Six. We don't. We don't have much room to kind of, you know, throw. No throw stones at people and stuff like that.
0: No, no, we cannot we could can definitely cannot throw any stones at anybody. So that brings me to I guess uh this season and and uh what 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 is going on? I mean I, there's so many turnovers we're not shooting
1: very good. I mean those are my people. what what do you think is going on with the team this year man well first and foremost man just like I just brought up about some of these blue blood teams mm-hmm. you know this is a very 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 different year for everybody. Um mm-hmm preparation is key and in today's game and we didn't get it. and when you're not able to have it the way that you normally have it All things right. are going to be affected so let's just get that out of the way yeah it's a yep. totally different year mm-hmm. that's saying Yep. you know for everybody so you mm-hmm. got to take that into consideration now again taking consideration again these guys coming in they're new to what's going on and new to the system you know and one thing you pointed out Uh, that I see that's kind of like an Achilles heel is once, first of all, turnovers, you know, you can't turn the ball over and expect to, to, to beat teams, you know, especially some of the, you know, the better teams that we're going to see and we have seen so far. The second thing is shooting. Mm -hmm. You got to be able to knock down some shots and looking at some of the percentages of the guys on the team. They're not, they're not where they should be. And again, that's preparation. Mm -hmm. that's finding time to get into the gym to work on your shot. Now, how much time are they able to find? I don't know. Um, How much practice time are they getting with COVID? I have no Mm -hmm. idea, but you're seeing the intangibles, the most important things that you're needed to win games. These guys are not perfected yet, so to speak. Um, And again, I think that's due to lack of preparation and lack of practice, man. You got to yeah. have that time to ball <laughs> handle. You got to have that time to work on shooting. And in the past, again, we've had guys that can knock down shots. You've had guys that were threats to knock down shots. So you at least had to honor them. Right. On this team, you don't have anybody, but Davenport really. He, yeah, he's doing shooting. Well, he's yeah. the only one trying to step up and take that leadership role of a shooter. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I know when Dewan Baker went out uh, in 98 you know, a few games, I knew that I was going to have to step up and be one of the shooters on the team. Now, it was unconventional for me because I was a dunker. I was an athlete. I could shoot it, but it wasn't really my forte. But I had to assume that position for our team. This is what we're not seeing from these guys. Guys are not assuming the position. They're not recognizing what's really needed and making themselves that guy or that person. To go get it done, right? From that that aspect, from what you're
0: saying, I think that it falls it, well. College basketball is you know senior led programs, so our two seniors, Keith and Vote, haven't really stepped up consistently enough. Uh, you know, and, and I understand you know we we started out. It's a gauntlet Brandon put us on. I mean, the second game of the year was Xavier. Then we went to Tennessee. Then we played Georgia. Then we started into the conference. So I mean, our our schedule was was hard to begin with. That's where I think it's even more important for our seniors to step up. And my opinion, Keith is doing it and but he does it almost too late.
1: You know, he he needs to start doing it more
0: at the beginning of the game.
1: You know, yeah, being being more assertive from the start, yes, you know, again, yes. just again, right. recognizing again what your team needs mm-hmm. um, from the beginning. Um, it has got to be that attitude. You gotta assume that go get them from the start, man, because you know, the season goes by quick. You know, mm-hmm. you mentioned them being seniors. You know, it's, it's it sucks that these seniors, these last two years, had to go through what they've gone through athletically. I couldn't imagine yeah. uh, being in their shoes and having to go through what they're going through as far as this. But, you know, you got to make the best of your opportunity. Um, one thing I do know is, you know, I know it is hard because I couldn't imagine actually being in their shoes because I knew I was a guy that feeded off a lot of the energy from the crowd. Oh, yeah. Empty um, gym. And, you know, it, it, you at some point, you do have to bring your own energy. But I do understand, again, with not having those seats filled, man, and not having those people to look to and seeing that emotion in people's faces that you draw right. from, um, it's, it's hard. And I know these guys have got to be going through a tough time, so I feel for them when it comes to that. But at the end of the day, you know, it's competition. You know, whether if it's 30 people or 30,000 people, you gotta go out and, and compete at the highest level um, and try to do you know the best that you can all the way through, you know, to make things happen for yourself. Um, that's where we we gotta we gotta get to. I'm looking at the teams that we lost to. You know, you hear a lot of this, a lot of that, you know, but Furman, if I'm not mistaken, is first in their league or whatever, or first yep. in their division. Yep. Lipscomb is second, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Uh, SMU is what. Fourth or something in this division or something like that. I mean, yeah, I think so. we walked, got them Thursday. We've lost to some good teams. You know what oh, You yeah. Z- know what Xavier's doing. You know mm-hmm. what Tennessee's doing. We lost to some good people. Well, that's uh, what people need really. good
0: this year. For one, that's <laughs> why
1: you know you hear a lot of chatter about you know, hey, let's time to fire Brandon. Let's get rid no, of him. I I don't agree with and that, and that, that like at all. You know, people again, that's the that's the social media world. Mm-hmm. That's the. You know, I got to have this right now mentality, you know, instant gratification type of deal that we live in now Mm -hmm. where people truly don't really understand preparation. They don't understand how hard it is to actually prepare these athletes, you know, on a normal basis to get ready to play a collegiate basketball game. But you couple everything else that's been going on with with trying to prepare these guys. I mean, come on, man. Give the guy a break. He's doing a good job, man. He's doing what he can with the group. The group is going to turn it around. Um, Mick Cronin had the same things happening to him. He lost to to some of the same competition. If you want to look Mm -hmm. at some of the competition that Coach Brand has lost to, Mick lost to that same type of competition. It's like, again, pump the brakes a little bit. I know Cincinnati basketball fans don't want to keep going through what they call rebuilding or yeah. starting over, so to speak. But it's the nature of the beast. You right. know, it, it happens. It's what goes on in every entity. You have to start over. And, you know, we're we're at that point. And there's no reason for you to give up, you know, as a fan. It's, it's now time for you to really show how much of a fan you really are. Exactly. You know, I how much it. support you really put into these young men. You know, as far as you know, how much you you claim to be a Bearcat, because I know for some of the things that I view, some of the things that I hear from some people, you know, it it, it would be uh I would be disgusted if I was a player. Also, to,
0: I'm, I'm, to I hope these guys don't don't go on these social medias, especially so, some of the stuff that some of the Bearcat fans have well, said. Well,
1: yeah, mean, I mean, if, if yeah. this somebody that says that they care about me and they love what I do and respect what I do, but yet in turn say some of the things that they're saying about me and really truly believe what they believe in their right. own minds. But again, that's the other hero there, man. That's, that's these, that's the fans that just got on yeah. recently. These are not people that really have been around for unten years. That's why you saw so much hoopla over the football team. Right, you know, so many people threw their hands up about, Oh, this was such a, uh, um, a bad game, and this is how how, how can you call a uh, game like that a bad game? Uh, that, exactly. I've,
0: I've
1: I've gotten arguments
0: with guys at work about the football game. They're like, "Man, they gave that game away." Man, they did. I'm like, dude, we played Georgia toe to toe. I was at Nipper Stadium when Tim Murphy was the coach, and nobody was there.
1: Nobody, I mean, nobody you know to I mean? go and there. I, I, I was coach. around. I was around UC, obviously, and a lot of other people would can contest to this too. When you had to buy football tickets yes. to get a basketball yeah. ticket. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And you yeah. actually sit up on social media in in a Bearcat group and say that you wasted 30 minutes of your time or nah. these guys didn't go out and play the way that they were supposed. I mean, that's that type of stuff to me. Again, those are people that just got on the bandwagon. Those, those, are, those people are people that have just stuff
0: to, to just say stuff and irritate people, I think. Exactly. Uh, you know, and, are, and actually yeah. they,
1: they they probably wouldn't they probably wouldn't get any any attention on any normal basis, right. so they come. In, they come into a group like that where they know people are passionate, and they mm-hmm. say things just to get a rise out of people and, and get reactions. They're probably sitting back, laughing, and stuff when people yeah. chime in and things.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look look, 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 look at the reaction I get out out of this one. But man, what I've said, I, I said this on Bearcat Country. I said, look, I said he's got seven new starters. It, I said it's a rough start. I said this might be a rough year, and. I haven't said it, but I've, I've read it where other people have compared uh, Mick's first two years to Brandon's first two years, and they're very similar. So, I mean, yeah, it's it it, it might suck. We, I mean, we might go to the – I mean, right now it looks like we're going to go to the NIT. You know, we got to go win four games in a row just to be 500. But, you know, if you're a Bearcat fan, you're a Bearcat fan. And get get back to that football game, though. I had – I don't know if you've ever watched a show before, but I had Georgia fans. No, come on here. Live. Really? And, oh, yeah. Oh, this dude, Maurice, came on here. And told me that, that Georgia was going to beat the Bearcats fifty-two to ten. I said, "No, they're not." I said, no. "I said, I said we, I said, we might, we, I said we might not win." I said, "But we're going to play with you." Right. He like, "Man, he got, we got five stars. We got this." I like, "Well, we got some good players too." And why do you think that? I said, "I said, okay, if I'm a fan of my team and I think they're going to lose, why would I watch the game? I'm a fan. I'm going to root for them to win every single time." Bingo, so, bingo. So that's, I go the same way with Brandon and the Bearcats. He's my coach. That's my team. And I'm going to root for him, you know, win, lose, or draw. That's my team no matter what. That's and, how it has
1: to be. That's yeah. that's how it has to be, and that's how it should be. You know, people try to get me to say things, I think, sometimes about, you know, the Bearcats in a negative light or Coach Brandon in a negative light. I, you know, I'll never go against what I got tatted on my arm a long time ago. There you, you know? go. I'll never go against that. There you go. Exactly. You know what I mean? That, that's, yeah. that's there for, for life. That's there for a reason. It's what I've always truly believed in. You know what I mean? I'll always represent that entity, you know, regardless of being 44. You know, people make the joke like, hey, you don't wear anything else but Cincinnati stuff. You don't wear hey, no what, other colleges. You don't wear familiar? no other teams. You, it's like, you
0: posted this. You posted like this yeah. on America Country.
1: It's like, why? why yeah. I, I've, I've given myself to a certain brand and a certain entity. It's like, why wear Right. Why, why wear anything else? You know, I know I'm 44, and I can make my own decisions about my clothes and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it just doesn't feel right, man. It yeah. does not feel right for me to have anything else on. You know, when it comes to representing the team. I mean, now I I, I wear Cleveland Cavaliers. I you no, know you're, I wear, from Cleveland. Look, I wear the Reds. I, yeah. I, I haven't wore, I actually haven't wore a Bengals jersey. <laughs> or tenant or t-shirt yet i wore Bengals hat all right i'll give him that all right but again i i'm bearcat man i I was Bearcat, you know in 1994 and it's just been that ever since so speaking of 1994 and you coming
0: to cincinnati how how did that happen how did your recruiting process go back then
1: you know um i talked to a few people about it several times you know and you know, this, the the recruiting process for me, man, I, I was recruited by everybody, you know, in the country, except Duke, North Carolina, and Kentucky. Um, and had I stayed probably at the mouth of Wilson Oak Hill Academy mm-hmm. uh, upon my senior year, I probably would have got one of those letters from one of those schools eventually. Right, right. Um, but I ended up going back home to Euclid and graduating out of Euclid High School. Um, but I was already, you know, kind of in line with you know the Cincinnati brand and things like that what they were doing and notice what was going on and you know throughout that whole recruitment process man I'll say you know those guys you know Coach Huggins you know Larry Harrison you know um, guys really 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 showed me you know how much they wanted me at the University of Cincinnati by the communication that they kept up um, from phone calls to numerous letters to the house or checking in with my school counselors to see if I was late to school mm-hmm. you know if I was late to class I mean this was stuff that they actually you know really did you know John lawyer as well um these were they they really really put it out there that you know Melvin was important so at the end of the day you know it was like well if this entity is showing that they have this kind of interest in me then I have to you know really See about investing myself into them, and from there, you know, I came down on a visit to Midnight Madness, man. Um, I watched Don wow. Antonio Wingfield and those yeah. guys, man. And oh, dude,
0: I think I think I was there. That that was 94. or
1: that was, yeah, I, I fell in love, That was, man. My,
0: that was my freshman year, fresh freshman year college at UC. I, I, was I, down fell there.
1: In, I fell in love after that, man. I sat in no stands, man. I watched that. There was 13,176 people watching the basketball practice. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. I was
1: I was I was too too outdone by that. You know what <laughs> I mean? I, I couldn't I couldn't believe that. So mm-hmm. but just the energy in the gym that night, I was in the student section. Um, the energy in the building that night, man, and again watching those guys as athletes, getting a chance to meet them and be around them. I knew that night, you know, I had made my college decision. Um, and it was, it was bare calf from there. My next, my next four to five visits were the university of Cincinnati. I didn't, I didn't visit another school in the country, which was wow. kind of, which after I thought about it, like, man, you didn't go get swung right. by <laughs> nobody you else. Went and I mean, <laughs> I, you went checked them out. Right. you could have just went partied, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. went down, you know, and, but, you know, I, I, I was really sold on UC, man. I was coming down to the city as a junior in high school learning about all the one-way streets that Cincinnati <laughs> had to offer. You know, I was learning about the cuisine, the Montgomery Inn, the Skyline chilies early, and so, all that so stuff, stuff. That brings me to the other question. Are you a Skyline or a Gold Star guy? You know what? I'm going to keep it all the way 100,000. You know, some people keep it 100. Yeah. I like to keep it 100,000. 100,000. Right? That's way, way real. <laughs> I'm both both okay i'm i'm both i i and i can show you my cupboard right now i have the can, i have the kansas skyline and i have the cans of gold star you know <laughs> I, I mean maybe it's just me and my belly but i don't i don't see a difference i can't really taste the difference it yeah. all goes down the same way to me <laughs> I right. Mean, right i mean if i'm i'm, I'm hungry <laughs> no, it, it, it's not <laughs> like if, if i'm hungry and it's just gold star and and skyline I'm not. I'm. I'm going to pick between one or the two. I'm right, going right. to eat both because I'm hungry. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? I'm going to get full. So but, right. But, but I know. I know the jokes about the skyline and, and gold star thing. You know, throughout the city with people, and things like that. It's, it's fun to see people. You know, go back and forth about something like that. Oh yeah. for me, man, again, for me, I love them both. Honestly, I, I love them both.
0: That's that. That that is definitely a, a unique answer. Well, I should take that back. Uh, I think Zell, Lizelle Durden, he said the same thing. He likes both of them. Yeah, so, man. He said he said any any Cincinnati chili he likes. Me, I'm a skyline guy, but I will eat Gold Star. I'm not clearly against eating it. But I, now I like what skyline.
1: I what I haven't had is that Camp Washington chili. That oh, dude. Camp Washington. oh, dude! That's good I like. never I never had that before. But people said that was the best chili in Cincinnati. Uh oh! Did we lose him? Think you're oh I Jones think i was broken. Do, do,
0: do, do, do. And uh yeah, I think Melvin is frozen in time, but is you heard it here 1st that here, Melvin I'm is a he's both. He likes Gold Star and Skyline. So all right. Well, Mel, if you uh There you go. Let's see here. Bring it back. Right.
1: We're here.
0: There it. you go. back? Okay back to
1: the show here now, going live. <laughs> Right, here we go. We're just frozen for a second here. We're, yep, we're yep. back. We're good.
0: No worries. No worries.
1: But, yeah, they said Camp Washington Chili, man, was the best chili in Cincinnati for a while.
0: That's good. And, and also Empress Chili. That's another good one if you haven't had that one. I haven't had that one. That's a good one. So I got a question. Um, now, Lazell, he was known as the gunslinger. And Kevin, um, oh, Jesus, what is his name? He, he was the 19, he was a backup broadcaster. He, he gave him the nickname. I can't think of his name now. He's on entertainment Tonight. Anyway, my question is, who gave you the nickname Helicopter? You don't give yourself that nickname.
1: (laughs) I didn't give myself myself that nickname. Um, That nickname came um, from an AAU basketball coach. Well, at that time, it was called um, the Ohio Sports Festival. Okay. Um, And one of my assistant coaches, uh, Tom Erzin at the time, I went and did a windmill dunk. And upon running back down the court, I guess he was so shocked that I pulled this off that he just went into this frenzy and, and he was screaming at the top of his voice like, I'm no longer calling you, Melvin. You are the helicopter. You are the helicopter. And people in Cleveland that know Tom Erzin. No time urging yeah. to be a big personality. He was a big personality guy. He would right. say these big time things in conversation. He had a, you know, a laugh that you can probably hear from Cleveland to Cincinnati. He was <laughs> just one of those type of outgoing guys, but, you know, to see him act that way on the sideline, you know, after something like that, you know, it was right. pretty cool. But again, the nickname was spun there and then got here to UC and Dan Hoard and, the good old fans of University of Cincinnati made it famous, man.
0: Yeah, well, the the, the dunk to me that always re- reminds me of you. Other than the the great eyes and shootout is the one I played in the video, and I can't even remember what team you guys are playing. But you came out of the rafters, dunked on well, you basically dunked on on Brandon <laughs> and spun around. You looked like a helicopter you come flying around, and I'm like that
1: that to me is the uh, the the
0: showcase dunk for you. Well, it always reminds me. They look like a helicopter on that one.
1: I I, I owe Bobby for that. Um, <laughs> speaking of that Ohio Sports Festival thing, um, I, that was my first time meeting Bobby in the eighth grade, and I swear to you, man, Bobby Brandon I thought was six eight, two hundred and fifty pounds then. You <laughs> know what I mean. I, I'm looking around like, is anybody else seeing what I'm seeing? This, this guy, I mean, you got to check his birth certificate. He's not in the eighth grade. I mean, Bob, Bobby Brandon was huge, man. But I remember playing against him, you know, at that time. But I joked with him after that dunk. I was like, man, I owed you that because your Cincinnati team beat us in that sports festival when we were in eighth grade. So but it was like at that time, man, if, if you got caught in the wrong spot by any of us, yeah, you were getting dunked on. Right. Wasn't Bostic on the same team you were? Actually, no. Um Bostic, no? Okay. Was it, Bostic wasn't with me. I, I okay. don't like playing with Curtis, though. man yeah. Curtis, man, that was one. That was another jump in being that people uh-uh. really kind of don't give a lot of credit to. No. He wanted to be one of the best dunkers here to ever yes. come out of Cincinnati. Man, that dude was that dude was a freak. And he was ripped. I mean, his arms
0: were, were freaking
1: ginormous. <laughs> he
0: was
1: Kick, cut. Kickboxing champion, man. You didn't want to fool with that guy, man. One of the tall tales, though, about Kirk, um, and it, it kind of I, – I believed it when I first saw the guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it was the Sunday, a Sunday after, you know, practice. You know, he comes out of the locker room, man. He's jacked and racked. Right. And Coach Hug was like, you know he knows martial arts, right? <laughs> and I go, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah, you know he stood underneath the rim and karate kicked it." I said, "What?" He said, "Yeah, he can jump and karate kicked the rim." No. And I seen the guy, and I said, "You know what? I believe it." Yeah. Without seeing him do it, I believe it. Right. Looking at the athlete that Curtis Bostic was, man. Looking at him, the physique, looking yeah. at his jumping ability, I wouldn't put it past him that he could probably jump at that time, in '94, '93, and right. karate kicked the rim. But that was one of those tales, man. That you know, it is this it's in the air. I got to ask. I never really asked Kurt if it nah. was true. I just went. I just went with it. And now I'm now I'm telling you. <laughs> well, if I can ever get Kurt, Kurt on here,
0: I'll, I'll have to remember that and, and ask him myself. So I guess getting into stories here. What uh, this is the question most people usually ask me to ask Bearcats is what What's the best Bob Hogan story that you can share uh, with all of us?
1: Oh, well, the Great Alaskan Shootout. Okay, Uh, it's Thanksgiving. We don't want to be there. <laughs> you know, right. um, we're practicing on an army base. It's cold. And hugs is being hugs. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I thought we had the, one of the best practices that we've had that early part of the season. Right. You know? Um, but for some reason, Hugs didn't think so. Uh oh. He thought, you know, we could be doing better. He thought that we can be pushing on each other more. You know, we possibly got to face Duke, you know, if we can get past this next game of Iowa State. Right. Which was a tough opponent, you know, at that time. Marcus Pfizer and those guys were pretty good. Um, but he's letting us have it, man. And we just can't, we don't understand, like, like dude, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're, we're, I, I know we're here. All right. We're frustrated that we're here, too. Right. We don't want to be in Alaska. We would like to be at home. Possibly, you know, some of us could have probably went home. I knew I was close, you know, being in Cleveland. I possibly could have went home for Thanksgiving. You know, right. some guys here and were in Cincinnati. They were embroiled with people they, they could have been spending time with. They could have been eating some good food. Right. Right. But we're there, man. And we're. We're beating on each other, man. We're starting to get frustrated, and we're turning and looking at each other like, man, what's wrong with this guy, man? Is he going to let up, man? I mean, I'm sure, you know, I'm
0: sure that's not the first time you guys looked at Huggies like that, though.
1: Can't, <laughs> can't, or no, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't, but yeah, it was because again, here it is. I'm thinking, and we're right. all thinking that, like, dude, we're having a great practice here, man. We're, we're, what, we're, what do you we're, see that we're not? <laughs> like, like, right? What are you seeing that we're not? So he right. just he goes off, just goes off. And tells um, our our equipment manager at the time, Scott Wilhoit, told him to s- start everything over. Oh boy! Start the clock over. Get him another Diet Pepsi. <laughs> we're going again. Oh man! And, and we all stopped at oh, so how, how long was the practice going going two, by then? Two, before he two and a half so hours over. in.
0: Oh my god!
1: This, this, this is what <laughs> he was. This was. This is what he was famous for. Huggins was famous for stuff like that. We'll get 245 in, and he'll go, you know what? Let's do it again. I don't have anywhere to go. You don't have anywhere to go. Let's do You're it again. You're in Alaska. You got nothing else to do, so, right? <laughs> so we're like, oh, my God. You got to be kidding me, man. I cannot believe this. So we start the practice over, and now we're pissed. All right. So Fletch is banging Ken. Ken's banging Fletch. I met Pete Michael. Logan's at Horton. Sean Meyer is at Horton. Alvin Mitchell's at Horton. I mean, we're, I mean, seriously, man, Gene Land's going at Donald Little. (laughs) It's it's nuts. Right, right. We're now frustrated. Right. So we get about maybe an hour, 15 minutes, hour, 20 minutes in, and he brings us in 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 the middle, calls it, you know, say hey. You know, let's get ready to you know to play tomorrow. But he goes through the spew of Iowa State and how we're going to get back, and you know we're going to do some scouting. Never said anything about why I did this. I started over. Oh, he <laughs> just started. He, he just acted like nothing happened. You know, he was Correct. good for that too. He was Correct. good for acting like nothing happened. So we get dressed, man, and we're leaving. You know, we're heading back to the hotel, and again we're all frustrated, man. So we get off the bus. And nobody wants to talk to nobody. I know I was making a beeline for my room. Ken, those guys are making a beeline for their room. Right. But before we can get past the lobby, we were ushered into a room. And when we got You're in like, the room. On <laughs> yeah, here, here we go. Oh, man, we're going right. to watch film now? What are we going to do, watch film right. after all that? I was going to chill. Now I got to go, go here. <laughs> so they usher us into this room, man, and Jeff. There's everything. There's cake, there's pies, there's stuffing, there's a turkey. It's Thanksgiving. It Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was everything that we were, were hoping that we could get. You know. And we we at that moment, I think. I know at that moment it hit me what Huggins was trying to do. Right. Obviously, lo and behold, he started that practice over just so our boosters that made the trip with us could get that room together for us Ah. so we could have a team dinner. That's cool. It wasn't about it wasn't about being Huggins. It wasn't about Huggins sticking it to you like we thought right it was about huggins having the heart that mm-hmm. a lot of people don't get a chance to really see right we got a chance to see that heart at that very moment man and i think at that moment for us that that was the glue yeah that brought everything together the rest of that trip because we went the rest of that trip and there was no doubt in our mind anything that we were doing it was going to work right But for me, again, man, I learned about my coach. I learned about my coach's heart. You know what I mean? That that was special for us, and for him to do that for us. You know what I mean? Knowing that that's what we we were wanting. We were wanting just a little bit, a little bit of that. A little bit
0: of family. A little bit of family because you weren't you weren't getting it because you you're you you you're in Alaska. You you want to be home with your family and you you couldn't get that. So
1: he gave it to you. That solidified the family the unit of family for that basketball team that year. And we, you know, we went out and we did what a lot of people think, thought that we couldn't do or we could what, do. What, what were you guys ranked that year in, in the Alaska shootout? Were you, like, you were like 15th, weren't you, I think? Yeah, I think like 14th or something like that. I mean, but yeah. we knew, you know, going out there, man, I I, I taped Trajan Lane's and pitcher in my locker at the start of basketball season. <laughs> okay, Because I knew – for several reasons I did that. I knew mm-hmm. that for one, we would have an opportunity to play them. Right. So I wanted some motivation. Secondly, I'm a senior, and if I got any NBA aspirations, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to outplay this guy. Right. He's a two, he's a two guard. I'm gonna have to outplay. I don't have to go to show everybody that I can I can outplay this guy. And the two games that the Duke Blue Devils lost, he got exposed in. Right. The game against us. Mm-hmm. And then in the game in the national championship against Richard Hamilton. Yep. Okay. Rip so, City. But we were <laughs> we knew we had a chance to go out there and compete, but we were going out there to win. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't want to see how well we matched up. We've been in those games before with Kansas to see how we matched up mm-hmm. with those bigger teams in the past, and we came up short in those games. This game against this opponent, we were for sure about who we were. And what our intent was, and we wouldn't have made it happen. Yeah, and and to me, that whole '98 season that laid the
0: foundation for the '99 run. That what what could have and should have been, we all say a national championship if Kenny doesn't break his leg. But I think that '98 team, you guys set the foundation by going and beating Duke and saying, "Hey, we are you know we are here. We are we are good enough to do this." And it just, I just think it all rolled in, rolled into that 99 season. And it, yeah, we were again,
1: like I said, we were, we were close against some teams in the past. You know, my uh, freshman year against Arizona, um, Miles Simon, 75 feet. You know, we had those guys beat. He throws that in off the glass. Oh, God. Yes, um, I remember. <laughs> the year, we're, uh-huh. we're up in uh, Chicago, we got Kansas, we're throttling Kansas by 15, to 18 points. Danny Forsen is unstoppable and mm-hmm. all of a sudden Paul Pierce pushes a button in the second half and yep. Kansas goes on a run and they end up beating us, you know? Yep. So again, you know, for, for us to be in those games though, we mm-hmm. were, we were saying early to folks that we're coming. Right. Our program was saying early to people that we got something going here and, and we're going to be there. And like you said, when we beat Duke, I think that set a, Forth the chain of events going forward to the next several years when we scheduled mm-hmm. different opponents. Yep. You know, I know in '99 we beat up on uh Carolina. Yes, you know, yes. It, it, yeah, also, it, also, it also helped that we had um a Damar Johnson, you know, he was a oh, yeah. McDonald's all-american. It, it helped oh, yeah. to have Kenny Satterfield, mm-hmm. McDonald's Steve Logan. a Logan, yeah. you know, a uh, Kenyon Idol, Martin. I mean, Kenyon. so that, that that team there, but I always make the joke. And I just really brought this up in one of the Bearcat groups this past year. Was that had Dontonio Wingfield? Oh. okay, mm-hmm. Had D'Antonio Wingfield stayed mm-hmm. that one year, that extra yeah. year. Uh-huh. The year I come in, I redshirt. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. I redshirt, So therefore I'm a senior on that 99 team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love to think that the circumstances would have ended up a lot different yeah had a helicopter been on that 99 team now I
0: would like to see
1: it <laughs> who, who doesn't who doesn't play on that team because now yeah somebody's scholarship is taken. Somebody so else get, you got Satford, you got Johnson, you got Logan. Now you, you don't have those guys. You know, I, I was looking down yeah. the line at some other guys. You know, maybe some other guys don't get that that first year in. Maybe they got a red shirt coming in. Maybe a Stokes yeah. has Probably to awesome. red shirt A Leonard Stokes, maybe to red shirt, because I'm a senior. Mm-hmm. Um, right. but again, I look at those things, man, and those chain of events, you know, there's always a there's there's a reaction to a lot of things, and I think there's always mm-hmm. a start of events that mm-hmm. just things going man and i i look at that sort of point right there that was a chain of events that set off a lot of different things man for the program well, you know what if danny fortune sticks around for his junior year yeah i mean i, I mean it's just well, yeah. other thing i'm thinking in my head is if, if d'antonio
0: stays for a sophomore year if i'm not mistaken i think that next year is is fortune's freshman year am, am i right I think I think D'Artagnan was 94 and freshman then uh then uh uh Fortune came in in 95.
1: Yeah. You could have, I mean <laughs> just you can have, both of them on the same team. Like holy smokes. <laughs> would have been would have been ugly, man. I mean, we had a great okay. front line, you know. Art long, okay. those guys, man, were great on the front line, you know, Jackson Wilson. Yeah. They were good on the front line. Well, you know, for, so uh, Everybody forgets about
0: Arlong and Jackson Juleson and these guys come <laughs> off the bench. It wasn't just the starters. I mean, you guys had bench players that would come off, and,
1: and they were no joke. We, we were loaded, man. 96, yeah. 97, yeah. 97. We, we, were, we were we were pretty good as far as the numbers we had on our teams, man. And that's what I think, you know, when you start to look at the program and things like that, I think a lot of people, you know, of course, you know, they – you know, they look at the past, but they don't want to look at the past a lot. They want to go to the future, but you have to understand that your, your future is predicated on the past a lot. Right, right. And my program has always been about the former of- okay.
0: Sorry, my dog's going nuts. <laughs> so,
1: has always been about the former player. You know, when I came in, I could remember Nick Van Exel, Corey Blunt. Mm-hmm. I can remember Terrence Gibson, A.D. Jackson. I can remember all those guys being in our gym and our practices at our open gyms. I can remember playing against them in the, in the summer league. Okay. It was always a bear cat before you to help you understand what being a bear cat and playing this program was about. Right. For some reason it went away from that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, Terry
0: Nelson
1: and guys were coming into the program, not really understanding. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. and it really, truly means a lot to people, man. It means a mm-hmm. lot to be a Bearcat in this city as a fan. Mm-hmm. And it's got to mean more to you as a player. You know, it can't just be a stop. That's mm-hmm. why I the whole coaching thing is like, I don't understand, like, why isn't this a place where someone doesn't come and just lay down? You know what I mean? Like, this right. is a basketball program. This is a job where I will lay down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. Other people will get this job and say, you know, there's no other place for me to go. Why would I want to go anywhere else? This is the University of Cincinnati basketball, and that's what the feeling needs to get back. We need to get yes. that feeling back. Yeah, if it's and I know Coach Brandon feels that way. All right, I know our 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 players feel that way. We need more of our fans to come back to the fan base and feel that way about our fan, our, about our kids and about mm-hmm. our program. Yes. Things have transpired where coaches have left to get bigger jobs and bigger opportunities. It happens. It happens everywhere. Right. We will get this person that, as I said, will come in and be the Bob Huggins as far as the tenure goes.
0: We'll finally get
1: that person to come back. All right. Whether it may be John Brandon, maybe somebody else, but we're going to get that person that comes here and says, this is where I want to be. This is what I love. I want to spend at least 10 years here. Right. We're, we're going to get that person. Now, how fast we're going to get that person, I don't know. Hopefully, again, it's, it's Coach Brandon. Um, we have to give him a chance. You know what I mean? Obviously, again, this year, you can chalk it up for a lot of people, a lot of different entities, that this is just not a good one. Yeah. It's not going to be a good one. It's not going to finish a good one. Okay? So let's right. get ready to kind of move on and try to progress and use right. the opportunities that we do have to get better the best that we can instead of just, you know, beating the situation up, man, that does nothing. Right. It yeah, it doesn't, doesn't do it good. And like you
0: said, I mean, we're not the only program that's struggling. I mean, Kentucky, I mean, I know they won two games in a row now, but they're struggling North Carolina's struggling. I mean, there's lots of programs that are, 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 you know, blue blood programs or whatever that, that are struggling. And, uh, Sometimes I feel Bearcat fans for they look back at the Huggins years as to and we all want to get back to that, but as it was not not that it was better than it was, but it's not like Huggins won a national championship. He went to one Final Four, he went to uh, one Elite Eight. You know, it wasn't like we were this. We were a great program. Don't get me wrong, but I think people almost look at that as we were the best program ever. And we, we were a really good program, but we weren't as, as high as, they hold Huggins up so high, you know, on a pedestal compared to everybody else. I guess it's kind of the way I, I'm trying to preface it. And I, th- I think they hold their standards to these other coaches, especially when they start off as, well, you, you got to do this. This is what, you know, Bob did. This is what Mick did. This, you know, this is what happened in the past. And just because that's what happened in the past doesn't mean that's what's going to happen right now. Every team, every coach, every situation is different. But they're all working toward the same, same, pro, same thing. And with the season, the way it's gone, and with the pandemic and everything going on, we got to give Brandon a, a chance. I mean, you got to at least give him uh, three years, I think, because last year, if you look, he had a lot of uh, mixed old, uh, old uh, players there, and it was a struggle at the beginning of last year too. I mean, it didn't really start coming together till down the stretch. Right. Now you roll that into this year, where like you said, you don't know how often these guys are able to get into the gym or how, how often they're able to shoot because shooters shoot, you know. So if you're not shooting, you're not you getting any yeah. better, right?
1: You're not getting reps, you're not getting reps, man. Right. So, but I, I understand, man. I, I, I totally, totally agree with you, you know, on, on everything, man. Um, again, you know, Huggins, I mean, if you look at the program throughout the 90s, man, um, through a certain stretch. You know, we have won more games in the, throughout the 90s stretch than, like, Duke and Carolina mm-hmm. and Kentucky. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and when people look at stats like that uh-huh. and they look at the Blue Bloods and they go, wow, well, we were we were winning like that to that degree. And that's just mm-hmm. what people want to get back to. You know, they want to hey, get huh? sure those sure winning ways. Huh? But yeah. they have to understand that, you know, again, different process. time, different set of athletes, man, mm-hmm. um, different set of coaches, different mind states. All right. It's totally changed and you have to understand that it it has totally changed and it's not going to be, again, what we put out as a product. I don't think anybody, our product wasn't what Nick Van Exelnem put out. Right, right. Although we tried our hardest. (laughs) Our groups tried our hardest to be Nick Van Exelnim. Right, we tried our hardest to beat Corey Blunts and them teams, Eric well, Martin and them teams. We we, but we couldn't. Yeah, we I mean, The thing it is, when when it's the NCAA tournament, it's
0: one and done. You mm-hmm. know what? Like like the 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 shot you were talking about uh, that was the half the half court shot that knocked you guys out of the tournament. That that you you can't coach that. That just happens. I mean that that's basketball. You know, you get one shot in one game, you know, and you're done. All that's right. that's one thing. I love the NCAA
1: tournament, but it doesn't always necessarily mean that the best teams win. win. The game. Yeah, all the yeah. time. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Right. You've seen it happen, man. You've seen it happen all the time where, right. again, you know, in sports, man, it's any given day. Yep. Okay? Exactly. Any given that's day. What I Georgia fans. fans, you know, <laughs> you go out there and, and you compete, you know, and, and you can come up a winner. You can come up a loser at any time. Numbers sometimes doesn't matter as far as the ranking goes before your team name. You know and all the rest of that stuff is about competing so right. again our, for our guys man we just have to understand that it's just about competing go out there right. and compete as hard as you can don't try to emulate what cannot be emulated because again we've our teams tried to be other teams and i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure teams of the past tried to emulate what we emulated but it, it just doesn't you have to find your own identity right. people have to understand That these kids nowadays have to find their own identity Mm -hmm. as a team, and it cannot, you know, again, so much look at what other teams did in the past and expect these kids again as a different athlete, totally with a totally different mind state. You know, I know some of these kids think a little bit the way I used to think about competition, but they don't think all the way I used to think about competition. Right. What I'm saying. Yeah. There's, Mm -hmm. There's there's a separation there. Whether if it's whether if it's big or whether if it's small, there's a separation in my thinking and these guys' thinking, mm-hmm. right? And, and it just, it's just that way because it's a different generation. Right. But at the end of the day, I know it's about winning for these guys. I know they want to win. I know they're doing the best that they can. They can. They're can. they trying their hardest through a, a, a tough, tough time like we're all experiencing. Um, I know me trying to navigate through the school system or the school throughout the day you know with the kids or remotely trying to dodge covid and things like that and go against you know do different things mm-hmm. that go against the regular teaching realm it's crazy and disturbing for me right you know what i mean in my mm-hmm. profession so i know coach brandon and his and his staff i know they got to be going bonkers right now oh yeah and, and i know they're under the gun the pressure is on them mm-hmm. um We've lost five in a row, something We're that you know, <laughs> has not happened in a long time. And again, you know, mm-hmm. people are antsy, you know, as far as, you know, what they're calling for. But again, we just got to, you know, keep the cat faith, man. Things are going to be all right. Our team exactly. is going to be all right. I hate to see those that are killing our team right now when things do turn around, you know, how they're going to be putting the mush in their own face. <laughs> You know I mean? but, right. but but that's deserving. That's, that's yeah. deserving because right. of you spitting, spitting in the wind. You know I mean? That's yeah. what happens when you spit in the wind, you spit in the wind, it comes <laughs> back and hits you right in the face. Exactly. So, so with that, some of,
0: these, uh, some of these questions we got in the chat in the chat here that I, I don't agree with this, but a couple people are asking, do I think, or do you think that UC's basketball program is a stepping stone job? And as far as a basketball program, I don't. I don't think it's a stepping stone job. Like you said, I think it's a job you can stay here for 10 years or more and be a coach, and you w- w- have a legit chance to build something big and win a national championship, especially with the new arena. Exactly. Dude, I, I will yeah, take yeah, that yeah, arena against any college, Division I college arena in the nation. That thing is I mean, awesome.
1: The athletic facilities, man, on that campus right now, um, the architects, the buildings that's going on down there. I mean, that is not. That, that is not a place that is, you would call a stepping stone. Not, again, well, we went there with parking lots. Everything, meant, is, everything is stay of the art. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just, again, it's going to take, you know, again, someone to really come in and just really feel like, you know, hey, I'm not looking to go nowhere else. Right. The only people that take these jobs and, and feel like it's a stepping stone job is because they're looking to go somewhere else. You right. know what I mean? But this place is... It's not that at all, man. This place, you know, the University of Cincinnati is is a great job. You know, again, I know a lot of people, you know, at the higher levels, you know, that are not in coaching right Right. now would like to have this job. You know what I mean? Um, But the public has put that persona on our program. The public and what they're viewing that goes on at every other program and what goes on around the country. They're seeing coaches go to other places quickly after being there a couple years. So that stamp has just been put on our place. Um, if you but look man, at our it coaches, wasn't like
0: Nick was here for for that's 10, what I'm saying. Hugs years. was here
1: yeah. for yeah. for for eons. So Mick it was was Mick. Here it's for, not like we a had long time. Long time, right? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're not having guys leave our defeated no. place. What they're referencing to, they're referencing that to the football team. Yes,
0: yes, that's the football
1: that's, question. That's totally different because Than a basketball question,
0: yeah. Because especially with football is now, it's damn near impossible for a team like Cincinnati to have a shot to get into the playoffs or you know or a championship game. You know, like if they go undefeated again next year and they beat Notre Dame and they beat BYU, if that happens, I don't see how in the world they could keep us out. But that's what they have to do. The basketball team is completely different. Of of totally different. Totally different. Yeah, that
1: that's not. I don't, I don't, again, I look at the coaches that we've had in the past. They've been there for a while. Yeah. Um, so I don't look at us as a stepping stone, no. Um, exactly. Hopefully again, we can change the attitude of people, you know, when it comes to that Luke fickle for one can change the attitude of a lot of people for that. If yep. he doesn't take any other offers, which, you know, I hate to put him out there on, on, on your show like this, but Hey, a, one way to set those type of questions up and set those type of people up, I should say is for a guy like him, to pass on the big bucks.
0: Right. Yes. And stay here
1: here with Mm -hmm. our program and get our big bucks. Yes. They may have some big bucks out there, but we can get some big bucks. We got some, we got some big bucks at our program. All right. We beat a Mm -hmm. couple people. That's what brings in. All right. yeah. Once once you get it going, you brings money money in. We schedule some folks. We beat some Mm -hmm. folks that brings in revenue. Okay. You want to talk about getting in a different conference, TV contracts, that brings in money, mm-hmm. all right? But we got to have a guy like him stick around so people like that yeah. doesn't talk like that.
0: We also need a big, a big thing, and I, I have a feeling he's going to say. but uh, Marcus Freeman, our defensive coordinator,
1: Another I don't guy. know why.
0: I, he, I have a feeling he's going to stay. I mean, because I know he's going down to SEC, the interview with LSU and other teams, and I know UC can't match the money that he's getting here, but I just have a feeling – that he's going to stay. Like, Luke Fickle is one of his best friends. I mean, hell, they they lived together. Their whole family lived together while he was building – Marcus was building his house, so he just got yeah. his house built. Yeah. I just I, – I, I don't know. I think he's going to stay. At least they're going to make a, one more run at it before because Marcus I think Freeman is going he, yeah. to be a head coach uh, for a Division one college football program sometime.
1: Yeah, what he's done has been unbelievable this year with the athletes he's got. I mean, one thing is his strength of numbers, and mm-hmm. they got guys at, at the position. They're loaded several oh. guys deep. And you that's what, what you mean? have to do
0: to have a winning program. You have to, because you're going to lose guys. The guys are going to go to the NFL. Same thing in basketball. You know, you got to hit the recruiting. And sometimes, I mean, look at Luke. It took him at least by his third year to get that recruiting going. Now, his fourth or fifth year, his recruiting classes are unbelievable. And that's where I think Brandon's going to be at, too. Cause right. I think the style of ball that Brandon plays, that's the style of ball that a lot of the young kids want to play. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the spread them out, sh- you know, shoot a lot, of motion offense. That's the style a lot of them like to play. So I think once he gets that established of what he wants his team to look like and get them to, to, to do it, it's, it's going to, it's going to change some things for him. I, I I for the
1: future is bright, man. The future is bright for these guys, you know, you know, Mike Saunders is going to be great. Teron Eason is going to be great. You know, these are young, young guys, man. Saunders is fast. It's always always nice to have freshmen, you know what I mean? Freshmen grow in your program. Um, Mastin twins, you know, these guys are going to develop. Um, we're gonna be pretty good, man. And then obviously, yeah. you know, you know our veteran guys, you know, are gonna come back, step up. Davenport, you know, I would, I would love to see Zach Harvey get more of an opportunity to be out he's, there. He's, more, he's starting to more make some plays. He's,
0: yeah, he's starting you know, to make some plays.
1: I mean, we so we got guys in in the position, man, to 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 do things and and develop and be good. And right. as long as he keeps doing on, doing what he's doing on the recruiting front, bringing guys in, keeping the interest up, that's what has to happen. The that's interest. Right the interest has to stay up in our brand and mm-hmm. with these kids that's coming out, these general, these new generation of kids, as we talked about, you mm-hmm. know, certain looks are important, man. Certain, yep. certain brandings are important. You know, a lot of right. kids are, are drawn in to certain things when they're looking at right. it, you know yep. what I mean? So. Well, it's so like, what-
0: like you see back in the day when you played, you guys, well, I know this is what I loved about it. We were the black hat. We had the all black uniforms. Cause like, I, I talked to, to Lizelle about this dirt. And I said, I think the Bearcats are one of the first teams to have the all-black uniforms. And we came yep. out, and we, we beat people before – you. Oh, not we. You guys would beat people mentally before you even got on the court because you were, you know, hug, Huggy Bear and, and, and Thuggins and all that other crap that they would say about, about you guys, which wasn't true. But that image, you come out, and you'd beat them before they even uh, got on the court. And that's, yeah, that, that's, the, that's the image. That was the message.
1: That was the message. Yeah. A message yeah. sent to opponents – you know, in previous games, man. Um, mm-hmm. Know that we're going to be physical. Know that we're going to we're going to hit your heart. You know, we're going to play hard. We're going to be in your face, in your mouth. You know, throughout. You know, it didn't help for us to be dressed sometimes the way we were dressed, and, and you know, our uniforms looked as good as they looked. You know what I mean? I um, but it all added to it. And these kids, yep. again, right? That back there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, whether if it was old school Oscar Robertson there, you know, just mm-hmm. that all black. You know what I mean? You know, right. we do the <laughs> Jason Max, said, it didn't matter, you know. Yep. It was always a mantra that went with that. I think there still is a mantra. We have to build that mantra back up. Um and have people again understanding and feeling that, you know, this universe Cincinnati, this sea. You know what I mean? It it, it represents something, it means something. All right. And and again, we we're 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 on the prowl, man. And
0: exactly. you know,
1: people need to feel that. And we're we're gonna make exactly. people feel that again real soon. Exactly. All right, man. Well, I don't want to keep you too much longer, but I I do want to give you a chance to talk about
0: your. You're your wearing your shirt. Your, the Bearcat Jam. Yes. Is that going to happen this, this summer? Because because
1: I, I you guys weren't able to get a team together. As, as well, we got we got a, we got a we got a roster together. We had guys ready to go. We just didn't get selected. Um, oh, is that they way? Well, Okay. It down, they cut it down to 24 teams, uh, which they went with the top 24 teams that they thought, you know, in their minds uh, would represent you know the tournament pretty well. They went with a lot of previous relationships that they've had with teams to help get them started right in, in previous years which I understand that totally yeah. um, I wasn't upset about that there were a lot of great alumni rosters that did not make this tournament so but it was a COVID summer right you know what I mean we're
0: talking about in the summertime they have it's called the basketball tournament they it's up in uh, Columbus, right? And not that where yeah, they've been to they
1: Columbus it? the last couple of years? Yeah, we played up at uh Capital University our first year in 2018. That was our yeah. inaugural year, uh, playing in the tournament. Uh, yeah, it's it's just
0: alumni teams getting together and playing a basketball tournament, and it's a lot of fun to watch.
1: Worth two million dollars, man. You can't, 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 <laughs> beat money too. <laughs> <You> can't beat <laughs> that on top of it, man. But it's just awesome. a chance, man. It, I thought the idea for us to come back together, you know, our, our program, man, is tradition. You know, we have a lot of tradition in our program. Um, we have a lot of guys in our program that that played very hard for this, this brand. And it was a chance for me to kind of get guys back together, man, you know, and kind of have like a basketball reunion of some sort. You know what I mean? Um, And, again, we kicked it off in 18, and it was pretty fun. But we really want to get this thing back on track, man, for 21. Um, they're announcing some regional sites coming up here soon. Cool. Um, I would love to be able to be in the running. To get Cincinnati one of those regional sites, because I think we have oh, a city, we have a city that I think will jump on it. And oh, we'll yeah, sell definitely. we'll sell a region out with us Ohio State, Dayton. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Xavier's gonna have a team this year, which that's just sweetened the pot a little bit as far as bringing our fans out of the woodwork to right. vote for the team. Cause mm-hmm. you don't want to see your rival school, you know, what I mean, get invited to this tournament and your school don't get invited to this tournament. So right. I'm looking forward to this summer and some of the Xavier UC fan wars that's going to take place with this whole TBT thing. Um, I'm excited again about trying to put another roster together. Again, last year we got some new guys to come along. Um, Justin Jennifer uh, was a new signee coming along with us. Um, Farad Cobb, you know, he was a newer guy that was going to be coming along and shooting us, shooting the ball for us. So as I can see newer guys wanting to be a part of this, I'm going to try to keep it going each year and try to put a team in it, you know, each year, you know, hopefully some of the other guys that's coming out, you know what I mean? Um, In, in the next couple of years, they will like the opportunity. Um, we're still going after the Sean Kilpatrick's. We're going after the Lance Stevenson's. What well, about you know, Ruben. For those Ruben? guys. You know, yeah, we're, going after, we're going after those big three guys too to see. The thing is with the big three guys was contractually they wasn't allowed to do both.
0: Ah, okay, okay.
1: So that's where a lot of the big three opportunities, you know, fell by the wayside for us. Uh, But we're going to go after Demar Johnson. We're going to see if he want to shoot a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, we had Kenyon step yeah. up for us last year. Oh, you know, I'm <laughs> and, you know he, he was going to be a coach for us. So you know, to get faces like that, man. To come back to be a part of this, I think was a shot in the arm for us. You know yeah. what I mean? And a guy like Kenyon Martin, man, you know, obviously who's you know was a face of our program. Um, to have him come back to kind of, you know, solidify this for us as far as credibility, man, that was huge for us last summer. So we're looking to recapture that this year, man, and and get get this thing really rolling again. Get some more Bearcat Jam paraphernalia yeah. stuff out there. If you're not familiar with us, we're on Facebook. All right. Bearcat Jam. We're on Twitter at Bearcat Jam. All right. Get on. Support the guys. You can look at a whole bunch of of our pictures from our inaugural years. You can check out our roster. Um, There is a Bearcat Jam uh, team group um, on Facebook as well that you can get in. Again, we we would like to get as many people involved with this as possible um, to, again, show the TBT that we got the tradition and the brand just like everybody else got. You know, right. I feel like a lot of these other brandings that they're showing a lot of attention to, you know, I have respect for. But at the end of the day, you know, we're just as competitive. Mm-hmm. We have just as as many spirited fans. Um, So I, that's what I want to show. I want to show the TBT that this summer. So we're going to be leaning on guys like yourself, you know, to help push that word out. Oh, yeah, definitely. And things like that. We're going to come back on, hopefully, you know, in the next month or two. You know, to kind of explain our voting process. Yeah. Our Whenever process. you get any any information, let me know, and you can you you got an open venue right here. Just come on in. Well, you got the them. information that you need to know so far. The Xavier mm-hmm. Musketeers are putting a TBT basketball team together. So, with that already being stated, your mm-hmm. ultimate your ultimate duty right now as a Bearcat fan is to make sure you vote for this team when it's time. And you, yes. already are, you already know you're going to hear from me. I'm going to uh-huh. put it where it needs to be put. You're going to yep. understand everything about it. So when it's time, Bearcat fans, please stand up for your local alumni team. All right. We were established exactly. in 2018. All right. Some of your favorites that you've cheered. All right. That you say that you love. Some guys that sweated, bled for this program, and truly, truly, truly love our brand. All right. So make sure you support us. All right. Bearcat Jam 2021. So uh, just click, do, go over again. You got a Facebook group. You got a Twitter all
0: under Bearcat Jam. That's where I yeah,
1: yeah. go. it's under and Bearcat it, Jam. You also can, you know, get in my personal, um, my personal feeds, you know. Now, if, they phone, want to vote,
0: so. if they want to vote, do they have to go to the TBT or they have to go at Bearcat Jam? Where, where is yeah, we'll the, set up the
1: link. At? We'll set up the link through uh, Bearcat Jam, but also you can go to the TBT.com. Okay. You know, log on and become a uh, a team supporter. Okay. It takes maybe five to ten seconds, almost, 15 seconds max, putting in your email address and your name. and You right. automatically become a fan. Um, there's earnings in this for fans. You know, if, if your team wins the tournament, you split the pot with the fans. Uh, the fans get a certain amount. So, again, it's something fun. Again, I think, again, our brand is worth it. I think Boy. it's – it's worth to continue to put it out there to people. It's worth it for me to, again, mm-hmm. represent our brand because I love our brand as much as I do. So as long as, you know, TBT is alive, I'm going to try to keep Bearcat Jam in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, going to push for, I'm going to push for something each summer because, again, the Cincinnati brand is worth something. Exactly. So, that'll make sure you... Uh,
0: keep an eye on those dates. Uh, I'm sure Mel will definitely put them on uh, Bearcat Country. If he doesn't, I will. So we'll have the link from Bearcat Country to the TBT so we can all get out there and vote and support the Bearcat Jam and hopefully uh, get our team in there and win this thing. That would be awesome. It's a great tournament. that happens in the summertime.
1: Yes, it'll so be a- uh, this, this summer. All right, but shout out to everybody in Bearcat Country, man, everybody in Bearcat Nation. Uh, I often post some things in, in the group. Mm-hmm. The acceptance and the support is great. Um, I love hearing from, you know, some of the fans and some of the memories that I was able to kind of leave them with. And I appreciate, you know, them and their support, you know, and and still as far as what we do with, with Bearcats, um, with Bearcat basketball or Melvin Levitt personally. So, again, um, from the helicopter, Melvin Levitt in his living room right here. Right. <laughs> Much love. Stay strong, Bearcats. All right, we're gonna be back on track. Yes, sir. Stay safe out there, all right. Protect yourselves from the, from the COVID virus the best that you can, and let's um, hope and pray soon that we're able to kind of come back and congregate in that basketball arena that you got on your backdrop there real soon, yep. man. Fill that arena <laughs> up. I love that place. enjoy what we love, which is you know our Bearcat athletics. Yes, sir. Yes,
0: sir. Well, Melvin, I appreciate you come on the show. It's been great. You gave me an hour. I'm I'm surprised. That's awesome. Uh and like I said, anytime you want to come back on, give me a shout-out, man. Hey man, the
1: copter is for the people, man. You know what I mean? I, I'm not limited at all. I don't I don't limit my time as far as that I give. All right, I, I'd have sat here for two and a half, three hours if I <laughs> if I could. That's just how much I love to talk about. You know what's going on with, with our school and, and things hey. like that. But again, anytime hey. that I can come on, man, to talk about anything else, hey. you know, I'm a I'm a football fan, man. I watch baseball. I, I do it all. So anytime you need a, a second a second guy on the show or something, wow. just kind of throw things back and forth, man. I'm always hey. open. I've been I've been shopping some things to some different people. All right. I had yeah. Lance, I had Lance and Levitt, you know, I had Mo and Mel. <laughs> right. I had horde and helicopter, you know, all these things. I had all these things going on, but all these guys are taken. Right, right? exactly. So 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 Jay, if you want to get MJ going, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something like that. MJ M or MJ or whatever J and M, whatever you want to do, go. man. We we can we can put something together, man. We can we can shoot for the moon. That sounds good to me, brother. You you, uh, you let me know, man. I,
0: I would love to do that. I, I'm only a guy with a YouTube show, and I don't have any other contacts other than this. So. No
1: doubt, man. <laughs> I appreciate you having me, man. Thank you no so problem. much. Appreciate you coming on. No doubt. All right, take it easy. Thank you. Yeah. All right, that
0: was awesome. That was one of my favorite Bearcats of all time, the helicopter, Melvin Levitz. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. And, hey, you never know. Maybe he'll uh, come on the show a couple more times. I would appreciate that. But seriously guys go and support the Bearcat jam. It, it, the TVT is a fun tournament. It's a whole bunch of just old, you know, varsity players. I mean, there's Marquette. I think Marquette's the one that won it last year. I think if, if I'm right, it's just, you know, Bearcats like Melvin and, and Ruben Patterson and guys like that, that, you know, we all grew up, at least what the how old you are. I grew up watching. Well, actually Mel's my age. Anyway, guys, my age, that play basketball, on the team and it is is a blast and it represents the Bearcats and how the team that we all love so that was awesome I appreciate Melvin now let's get to the Facebook groups that I help run they are Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, Cyclones Country and the one I don't run but um we talk about is Ohio State Bucknuts because Jeremy The, as you guys know, is a huge Buckeye fan. Anyway, I'll be pulling the sound off of this and putting it on the podcast later on tonight. So make sure you go on there, like, rate, and review. Give me a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. And other than that, follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Strawberry Ice, Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and then we do some silly TikTok videos. YouTube channel, like I said, you guys are doing awesome. Keep it rolling. I'm at 794. Again, I appreciate all you guys. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Go subscribe to Sports with Strawberry Ice on YouTube. And other than that, I'm predicting it now. The Bearcats are going to win tomorrow night versus SMU. They're going to start turning this thing around. At least I hope so. Other than that, I'll see you guys tomorrow night. And as always, that's just sports, baby. See ya!